I'm the host of a podcast show called Zeal of the Joshi. Awesome. So, like, uh, I review manga mangas of uh, series. Oh, wonderful. I'm one of the voice actors that a lot of my Discord uh, members are very involved with. Oh, so cool. Nice to meet you. Nice to Sorry. meet you. <laughs> so, like, um, how are you today? And can you say hello to the fellow Fujoshis and Fudanchis? Sure. So, it's Fujoshis? Fujoshis and Fudanchis. And Fudanchis. Yes. Hello, Fujoshis and Fudanchis. It's Rico Fajardo. How you guys doing? I, I'm, I haven't been in your Discord, but maybe I'll drop in someday and just be like, what's up, everybody? <laughs> so, like, um, how do you like Anime Central so far? Oh, it's great. I did this show last year. Uh, one of my favorite things is the community here. Uh, as is with a lot of anime community, like there's different kinds of vibes you get at different conventions, but specifically at ASIN, uh, I the moment I remember is going down to the board game library with Caitlin Glass, my friend Caitlin, and we played board games for almost four hours, just hanging out, you know, just drinking drinks, hanging out with people, playing games. It was the most cool, relaxed vibe I had in what is, but you could also admit, and then go upstairs, go to the rave, you could go across the way, uh, get into like a huge sort of like, you know, massive dance party thing. Uh, all the art is so beautiful. Not yesterday. There was a big karaoke jam. I was going to do that, but my voice was super tired. I talk a lot, you guys might know, and I, and I scream a whole lot, so... <laughs> Yeah, I didn't go to karaoke last night, but yeah, there's so much fun stuff to do, you guys. So yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm actually taking it more easy this year. Uh, so yeah. So like, um, this is not your first time in Chicago. Like, have you seen any of the other spots in Chicago so far? Oh, sure. Uh, my uh, ex-partner of mine, she worked actually on uh, Hamilton while it was touring in Chicago. So I spent a lot of time out here uh, checking out the old Windy City. Uh, eat, got to eat at Lou Malnati's, you know, the big deep dish pizza. Of course, of course. The, ca- the casserole. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you got, and I also took a, I love your the bike system that you have. I was biking all around the city. Um, I love it. Chicago is awesome. The theater scene out here is great. Uh, Steppenwolf Theater. I've auditioned there several times when I used to work at American Players Theater in Spring Green, Wisconsin. Yeah, I feel like even though I've never lived here, I really enjoy uh, the Chicago vibes just in general. You sound like you really enjoyed them. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's like, and the, I think it's like the people really. There's like just a good energy with the folks here, uh, specifically. And it might maybe it's just like the anime community in Chicago specifically, but the theatrical community too. Because I, I, I came up through the theater, so a lot of actors out here are also very grounded, real people, and it's it's nice. I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, you know, I, I travel around a lot, so it's it's I like coming to Chicago. And you guys have some really cool like bars and speakeasies here. There's like yes, a lot of really. A lot Justin Briner, he plays uh, Izuku Midori at My Hero Academia. Uh, him, I, and uh, uh, was Zach Aguilar, uh, he plays Tantro in, uh, in Demon Slayer. We went to a speakeasy once and they had like a karaoke thing going. It was the most fun I think I've ever had at a convention. We were just like wandering around, we found it. Beautiful singers, everyone was amazing. It was the, It's when you go to karaoke and you're like, uh oh, everyone here is good. Yeah. But like everyone's having fun. There's also a lot of speakeasies right now where like it's like a mystery. You Oh, with like the password and stuff. Yeah, Got it. It's really, really cool. That's spooky. I like. It's like an escape room. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, your portrayal, portrayal of Muriel in My Hero Academia has garnered a lot of praise mm. through the fans, even for the producers, because a lot of my listeners are in love with Muriel. Oh, I love it. So, how did you approach your voicing? And it's very energetic and optimistic. Oh. 
Well, I mean, I, I did go to school for acting for a long time, uh, mostly in studying theater and drama, and, but I also grew up watching a ton of anime. Uh, so, you know, anime has is uh, more stylized in its approach. Uh, however, with Mirio specifically, and, and anime, I guess, I should say, let me speak broadly first. Anime, I like to take in what the character looks like. You can find out a lot about a character in, its, in their eyes. And as you know, Mirio has just those two Pac-Man-shaped eyes. Very simple design, but very, very energetic, very strong. Like, there's a lot of contrast to him, right? Very, very happy, but literally his quirk is he falls into the ground and he can't hear, he can't see, he can't breathe. It's a metaphor for depression. If you, I don't know if you know that, like uh, the big three, yeah. uh, you got Amajiki who, who represents social anxiety, Nejere Hado who represents uh, ADHD, oh. and then like, uh, and Mirio whose quirk represents depression because he falls into the ground. Um, but what he tells class 1A is uh, uh, when he pops up out of the ground, it's all about making adjustments. Like if you, if you know how to fall down, you, or, I'm sorry, you learn how to get back up. If you can get back up, you're unbeatable. That's the lesson he tells class 1A. So, but all, all this to say, because the question was about like character, how do you decide on like how to do the character? I mean, it's the words they say, the words they employ. Literally, his catchphrase is power, right? Uh, his his uh, quirk is permeation. And in a world that Horikoshi created uh, in My Hero Academia, everyone's quirk sort of represents what they're about. And if Mirio is untouchable, that sounds incredibly powerful. But what does that also mean? It means that he can't he can't be touched, which, like, which is also very bad because the, the inverse of that is that, you know, he could fall forever. He says that. Like, yeah. if he lets it go, he could just die. And actually, I don't know if you know this, Horikoshi illustrated Mirio with cuts on his arms. I didn't know this. Yeah, because when he permeates and he messes up, it literally cuts him. So, like, if you look at it, a metaphor for depression, it's like, dude, like, if you can master yourself, if you can master falling down, because that's what he says, he says, even the best heroes, even All Might can't save everyone. The key is knowing that as long as you get back up, you can't be beat. Which is why, spoilers, in the Shia Hesaikai arc, when he fights Overhaul, even when he loses his quirk, he gets right back up. There isn't any latency. He isn't sitting there sad. He isn't grieving. He's back up. I love that about So to that point, what is it that someone who has that spirit, yeah. that un, un, un uh, de deflatable spirit, yeah. and where does it come from? So understanding the darkest parts and the lightest parts of a character is where I start. And so his highs are high, but when he loses Sir, you know, the, the lows are low. He's very human, but at the same time, he's so optimistic. Yeah. Uh, part and parcel because his mentor also can see into the future. And when you have a mentor that says, I don't think you're gonna be amazing, I know you're gonna be amazing. You just need to work really hard. Yeah. He has an amazing support system. He He's got Amajiki. Yeah. He literally knows Amajiki is more powerful than him, but his best friend says, I think you're amazing. His I play his dad in the show, I play Mirio's dad. Uh, his dad says, I'll support you however I can. So a supportive dad, best friend that cares about him, and a mentor that supports him. In life, you're lucky if you get one of those things. Yes. Mirio has all of it. And Midoriya, he has his mom at the beginning, but he has no quirk, right? He's quirkless. So I think with My Hero Academia, you guys, every character really you get to see so much of hopefully yourself in these characters where if you feel down and out, you don't have anything, 
and then all of a sudden someone comes and gives you a lotto ticket and says, eat my hair. Here's all the power in the world, right? What are you gonna do with it, you know? And Izuku is so grateful, so filled with gratitude. Um, it's a beautiful, so I, could, I literally could just spend all yeah. this time. I know we only have a few minutes, I, but. I, I love that you said that. That's one of the things I love about you. So optimistic, like even when I'm down, when I hear It doesn't, and that's the thing is some younger fans will come up and say like, he seems too happy, I don't understand it. I'm like, well, you need to understand where it comes from. And that's why Horikoshi wrote Miria the way he did. You get to see him at his highs and his lows. But literally, like, his, his power is to fall. And what it, and what do you build success out of? It's all your failures. Yes. That's why he's so unstoppable. Precisely. And that's my one issue. I love video games, you guys. I don't know if your, your Discord is a big gamer community, but uh, most video games only reward you when you win. But if it were a real game, you would get more experience out of your losses. Instead of saying game over, it would go, okay, you go home, you lick your wounds, and now you're smarter than before. You know? But anyway, that's a whole nother, that's a great video game idea for the future, you guys. <laughs> so, you know, my hero really has a very passionate and dedicated fan base, right? Yes. So, like, Oh my gosh, so many. Uh, I found that there, because my hero turns the, the, the sort of hero trope on its head, right? Instead of just there's one Superman, everyone has an ability, right? But when everyone has the ability, how do you find value in that? Which I think is a lovely parable for nowadays where we have social media, everyone's vying for likes, vying for, you know, viewership. We all want to feel like we have some kind of importance, right? And some people like Todoroki, very famous family, you just get it given to you. Other folks like Midoriya have nothing. And, but in a world where all of it is just, constantly in front of you, like what is your value, what is your value? Um, I think people, fans that come up to me talking to me about Mirio that love him so much, you know, um, I met a, a fan today that's gonna get Mirio's face tattooed on her butt oh, wow. with a, a peach on it. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, that's wonderful, that's so cool, right? But literally, like we're laughing about it, she's like, no, this character's inspirational to me because he doesn't give up. And he manages to keep a smile on his face all the time because he knows that that attitude is what what will help you succeed, that forward-leaning thing. So uh, if I'm thinking of one special moment with a fan, I remember Aries always get me. Cosplayers come up with their kids dressed as Aerie, and my heart always just shakes because it's it's so cute. Um, and I always think about young, Aerie is one of the most like abused characters in all of my heroes. She represents hope, she represents reinvention, she represents like the future, right? Um, and for her to feel like she has no value when being cared for by overhaul, uh, because literally she's being torn apart over and over again, when Mirio sacrifices for her, she gains a sense of self-worth, and because of that, is able to take Izuku's hand. But because she feels like she's so worthless, she would never do it until someone sacrificed for her, showed her that she has value. Um, 
all the Aries that come up, I always get usually emotional. But there was one special day uh, at a convention in Texas, uh, My Hero Con, I believe it was, one of the first. Kellen Goff, who plays Overhaul, was next to me. And I was, uh, an Aries came up. And I was like, Kellen, can you come over? So, and uh, Aaron Dismuke, my, my buddy in real life, he plays Amajiki, he was there. And uh, Nezre Hado, uh, my friend Lindsay Seidel, was there. I was like, hey, can you guys come over? So we took a group picture where the big three was hold. I was holding the little girl like this. And, and Kellen was reaching like that. Like overhaul, and she was ah, oh, it was just such a. Oh, you guys, you should definitely watch Blue Lock. I play Yuichi Isagi, he's the the lead character in Blue Lock. It's a sports anime about soccer, but it's. I love soccer. Oh man, let me tell you, it's a it's a like Squid Game, man. Uh, if you lose, you can't play anymore. You're done forever. So it, the stakes are very very high. Uh, Blue Lock's really really fun. I'm in another show. I just I'm in the lead in called uh, <laughs> The Legendary Hero Is Dead. It is uh, the character is not a character I usually play. He's pretty lowbrow. Uh, he loves ladies' thighs. It is a very interesting anime. So if you want to hear some comedy, check out Legendary Heroes Dead. Uh, again, Blue Lock. We have a movie coming. Um, we got a new, a new season. My personal favorite, Zombieland Saga. Uh, I play Kotoro Tatsumi, uh, who is a wonderful character. We have another season on the horizon and a movie coming at some point. And uh, yeah, I think most notably, uh, if you keep an eye out for the Black Clover movie, which will be coming. I play Nozil Silva, captain of the Silver Eagles. So there's a lot of stuff coming. A couple new video games, hopefully, that I can't talk about yet. But yeah, I appreciate you guys listening. Well, thank you so much, Rico, for your time. I love I took up more than 10 minutes of your time. I love it. I really appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate and you. I hope you have a good time in Chicago and Central. Yeah, send me an invite to the Discord. I'll come say hello. Thank you. Yeah, nice to meet you. See you guys. Yeah.